And we're back for our second episode on Don't Talk Rudely to Me. I am Jason Rude. We've got Lisa Rude joining me here, my wife. Uh, trying this for a second time. How you doing, Lisa? Round two, ready to go. Yeah, we uh, we learned some things the first time, like uh, we probably should write down some ideas in advance. And I think you got some feedback. I think we've got a little segment that we got to do. Yeah, I would say it would be minimal feedback and it would be more personal experience but well that's true that said uh you said we have eight listeners right yes that's true at last check it was 105 so yay Woo! awesome for all of you uh help us share this thing and, and get it out there um you know it's been fun for us i hope it's been continued to be fun for you uh, but uh, we want to see how far we can take this thing and and uh and grow this out so certainly share it on on facebook if you get a chance on twitter on instagram um, all the social media platforms. The nice part is our podcast has expanded. We're on like seven different platforms now. And so it's not just uh, um, anchor.fm. We are also now on the big ones are uh, Google uh, Podcasts, which is a big one. And then the, probably the biggest one is Apple Podcasts. So if you tune into like iTunes Podcasts or iTunes or, or uh, Apple Accounts, uh, you can go in there and uh, search us out. We're in there. Um, and that will give you a weekly reminder that we got a new episode out. Uh, hopefully Sunday nights is our is our plan. Sunday nights are Monday mornings. But, uh, yeah. So, what's up, Lisa? It is lonely at the top with all that new information. Ah, come on now. It's stuff that's got to get out there, though. I mean, uh, we want our, uh, the people that are tuning in to listen to this to know where they can find us. And so, that's what we're doing. Um so, uh, where do we start? Well, we should probably start with our Monster Jam Minute. Uh, the Monster Jam Minute, all right. Uh, Be- honestly, because conditions did not improve this week. No, um, not not more than three hours ago uh, from the time of recording. I stopped specifically at a Casey's looking for and found two monster trucks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Don't tell everyone where our hot spots are. It's okay. I don't. It, it, so that's the thing. the The Monster Jam trucks are now going. Hot Wheels is no longer sponsored or not no longer a partner there. So the ones that we've been looking for aren't aren't uh, going to be as readily available. I looked at Walmart. They don't have Monster Jam trucks now. It's it's whatever this the, the new thing is. I believe that's competing with Feld Entertainment and Monster Jam, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, and I think you will see them there in time. You just got to give it some time. Well, right. So, but anyway. Uh, yeah, and then, what was it, Friday night? Well, yeah, Friday night we had a, a date, which is the first time we've done that in a while. Yeah, so our movie adventure to Charles City to see Bohemian Rhapsody, which I feel like we should have a small shameless plug, which was we'll have to very good. That. Yeah, it was good. Um, as far as, music. yes, if you are like Queen at all, I would recommend it. Um, as far as uh, accuracy of the storyline, I would have no idea. I think you did some follow-up research well, that's the historian in me. That's it's what I do. Yes. So I mean, I, I have to say this. I I thought the lead um, actor Rami Malek was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I was kind of a little late to the game with understanding who Queen was, who Freddie Mercury was, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Yeah, it was a a, a good film. Uh, definitely a good flick. Um, it it gets a little bit long. It's about two hours and twenty minutes. Um, and as far as the accuracy of it, yeah, there's some stuff's a little bit out of order. Um, as far as some other things, there's, there's some creative license taken. I think you need to expect that out of any biopic with Hollywood. Um, you know, as interesting of lives as a lot of people live that get movies made about them, there's some stuff that's just not quite 
what you'd want to see on TV. So it gets jazzed up a little bit. But yeah, um, overall, a really good, uh, good, good deal. And uh, they really do a nice job of depicting the Live Aid concert in 1985. Um, most people say that that, or I shouldn't say most people, a lot of people that know music say that that is one of the top five best live performances ever. And Queen, of course, gave that performance. Um, and here's what impressed me most about the lead singer. Not only was he a, a pretty good impressionist as far as depicting uh, Freddie, yeah. but he absolutely nailed all of the idiosyncrasies of Freddie Mercury, and especially if you've ever watched the Live Aid concert. It's, it's on YouTube. It's easy to find. Um, but if you watch the Live Aid concert against what they did in the movie, it's pretty spot on. Well, that's good. So how this ties into our Monster Jam yeah, Minute. Okay, yeah. so we take the, what, 15-minute trek over to Charles City um, to see this, and uh, it was it's a, it's a cash-only theater. So I, I can't speak for everyone else, but we are the non-cash bearing people generally speaking yeah okay so we had to make a stop for cash so you asked me before we left well where should we stop now i've known that we um we've had some monster jam truck luck at casey's in the past oh yeah so once you know charles city has a casey's yeah and uh we uh i'll be darned if we didn't stop there to get some cash right but we were skunked skunked there was nothing there nothing not even like not even a sniff so we got our cash, walked out, and a block from the theater, what was shining in bright yellow, the Dollar General sign. Yes. And what does Lisa Redemption say to me? Redemption is at hand. Yeah, Lisa says to me, we got to stop there. And I said, are you kidding me? Because actually, I was I was trying to, to be a good recovering addict, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, and, and avoid that. And no, Lisa said, we got to go there. Yep. So we did. Yeah. We, we went did. there. Uh, we weren't skunked. We didn't find anything. We did not find anything we didn't have, but that doesn't mean we didn't walk out of there with something either. Yeah, well, let's just say there's a, a brand new gravedigger sitting in our possession. Um, and Lisa said, Well, it's gravedigger. And I said, Yeah, I know. She said, We already got that, a whole bunch of them. I said, I know, but we've got a Monster Jam event coming up in February with a new monster or with a new gravedigger driver. Uh, the Landon's going to lose his, his gravedigger because he's going to get that one autographed. So we had to have a replacement ready in advance. So we do. Yeah, so that's that's been taken So care that of. was Friday. No no more Monster Jam meltdowns that night. Okay. Well, that's good. The kids were gone. Right, right. Yeah. So we came home. Saturday, we had we were working outside. It was a beautiful day, right? Yeah. Beautiful day for an Iowa winter on, you know, January 5th. It's almost 50 degrees. Well, okay? right. And we got the garage cleaned out a little bit. We got some stuff put together from Christmas. I got a new... Uh, table saw that I thought I was getting for Christmas and it turned out I had to buy for myself after Christmas, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, so, but where did we go before we, we commenced all of these outdoor activities? Uh, I believe you said we need to go to Tyson's to see if they had anything, which they didn't. Right, that's true. And we stopped at Casey's to pick up lunch. And... They had nothing. They Yes, a similar experience as was Charles City. Right. And... And then the mail came. And then the mail came. And what was in the mail? Um, I believe it was a used El Toro Loco that you had frivolously bought for no good reason. El Toro Loco! Yeah, I bought it because it was the original El Toro Loco truck, and I thought it was going to be pretty cool. It turned out it was kind of bent, bent Turns up. Turns up it was beat up and the horns were busted off. Yeah, well. Okay. 
Strike one. And on and uh, the Jester truck, I believe, showed up. And that well. was new in box. That one was new in box. Always a good bet. Yeah. So, so you can't get mad at me over that one. So that that concludes the Monster Jam minute, and let's hope to not not visit this again until next week. Well, yeah. Well, you see, that doesn't really con- conclude it because I went for a haircut today. Stopped at Walmart. There was nothing. Stopped at the cases across the street. Uh, street and found two that we don't have, although one is actually on order on the way in, so we're not going to have two of those. But oh, and I guess we're not we're not quite done because we have some birthday parties coming up for our youngins. Yeah, that's okay. True. So there's going to be a Monster Jam themed cake, and I came in the house the other day and said, "Hey, guess what we're having to to Lynn? It was going to be eight. Okay, I said, "Hey, guess what kind of cake I'm going to make you for your birthday party?" <laughs> he said, "What?" I said, a Monster Jam cake. Oh, I said, yeah, it has Gravedigger. And he goes, but I want Big Kahuna. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? For those that don't know, Big Kahuna is another truck. It's uh, kind of a surfer theme, uh, driven by uh, Shane England, I think. Yeah, but I don't... I don't... His whole life has revolved around Mar- Gravedigger Grave Digger to this point. Like, yeah. why the change of heart? This is what I get for listening to our kids when they say they want something. I, well, right. Ugh. Eh, what do you do? It is what it is. Um, actually, so is it is now the time to plug my show for what's going on, or do I need to do that at the end? Let's do that at the end. Okay, all right. Uh, we did get one request for yes. uh, um, something to talk about, and we're gonna we're gonna fill that right now. Uh, last week we talked to, told a story about our um, robotic vacuums and how they came to be. Uh, we've had them for a little over a week now. And I got a cousin, my cousin Greta, um, my favorite cousin Greta, the only cousin Greta I got, but one of my, anyway, anyway, Greta, I know you're listening, this is for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lisa, what do you think? You got uh, Mama Shark and, and Daddy Shark, yes. the, the name of the two robotic uh, vacuums. What do you think? So this is a perfect review. So we have the Shark Ion Robot, and we have a Roomba robot we do okay so our downstairs one so you can program them through oh, i think pretty much all roombas whatever brand they are uh i'm pretty sure they all can run through alexa that being said i have i've got them set up to run through our alexa but i have not used it that way um you basically download an app on your phone and you can control them from your phone or right. you can walk up to them and press buttons if you wish ain't nobody got time for that so right. um Let's do a little robotic vacuum review. Um, I would say this about that. And that being this. That being this. They are, in my opinion, really, really good for um, hardwood or vinyl tile floors. Yep. Now, uh, we don't have the biggest, baddest models. Um, We have something kind of middle of the road on both of them. Yeah. So they do run on carpet. That's not, and they do. We have a dog, a really, really badly shedding dog. Uh huh. It picks up a lot of hair. Um, it does pick up stuff off the carpet. It has picked up um, toys, Nerf bullets, yeah. Barbie toys, Legos, um, loose change. <laughs> uh, it. You know, I was pleasantly surprised by what it picked up. Okay, so. If you're not really familiar with how they work, uh, I did say we have one upstairs. I don't have to set up a baby gate or any, anything of the like. They do have uh, cliff sensors. Right. So 
it's terrifying to watch for the first time because you think, oh, it has a cliff sensor, it'll be fine. And then you watch it go to the edge and you're pretty sure you're going to have to make a flying leap to lay out to catch it. Right. And, and there she stops and she turns around. It backs up, yeah. Yes. So that part is awesome. Um, they all come, I believe, with um, some sort of buffers. So one issue we do have with our downstairs one is our, our dog dish is out. So, yes, it knows when it runs into the dog dish. However, and it will stop and turn around, but if you've got full water in your dog dish, that can make a mess. Yeah, it's good, yeah. So, what, and I still haven't done anything. Ours hasn't made a mess of it yet. So maybe I should do something about it, but right. some of them come with, our shark came with buffer strips, so you can put a little strip around, right. um, let's say the dog dish, it'll, it'll sense those strips and it'll stay away. Well, you could put it around, so if you've got an area where your, your kids yes. have their toys, you could do that too, but yes. our area where the kids have their toys is pretty much the entire downstairs, so everywhere. it's yeah. kind of pointless, yes. but yeah. So, so, so the thumbs Roomba, up or thumbs down to the whole I'm thing. not done. So well, yeah. the Roomba... Does not have strips. It has sort of a, uh, I don't know if it's an infrared or some sort of device where you can basically set up a force field. Right. Um, anyways, I have not used either of those. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm going to go thumbs up on all. I have noticed a difference. Our bedroom is hardwood floors. The uh, dust under the bed is gone. Yes. So our dog sleeps on our bed with us, which was one of many of our mistakes that we've made in our life. Right. Um, but... Um, so hair everywhere, dust bunnies. Roomba has done a fantastic job of picking that up. I can tell when I walk in there, either in my socks or bare feet, the floor is cleaner, much no, cleaner, absolutely, without a doubt. Yeah, though there's there's no doubt it works, and it's it's done a good job for us, uh, doing what we've needed of it, and uh, it, it, it's been a good thing. I'm, I'm I'm very glad we've got it, and um, you know, thanks to. Grandpa and Grandma rocks and, and Wayne for, well, Mom and Dad rocks and Wayne for you guys, yes. you, uh, for uh, the shark, and then you're welcome, Lisa, for the room. Right. But anyway, uh, actually, thank you, Mindy, for the recommendation. <laughs> yes. Anyway, sure. so thumbs up to those. Uh, if you are looking at them, we would stand behind the recommendation. Yes. All right. I was on the way home here from uh, D-Town, uh, Decora, uh, trying to think about, hey, what should we talk about? And I, I had something. Um, there's a couple things that have come up, but, uh, uh, that I've seen that have kind of made things interesting, but you know, I, I like to go out to eat. Lisa doesn't always like to go out to eat and that's just fine. Um, but everyone's got favorite restaurants and I'm curious to know what your favorite restaurant is in the area and maybe nationwide. I know I've got a few that I, I'm fond of in the area and, and in a, in a broader area as well. So uh, Lisa, if you had your choice on going out for supper somewhere, what is your favorite place to go? Well, let's let's segment into this to into two things. So, chain, and then okay. and then standalone establishments. Okay, let's start with the chains. Okay, that for me. Uh, I'm gonna give you two. Okay. And it's embarrassing, but it's true. Don't say McDonald's. I won't. Okay. No, no, thank you. Poncheros. <laughs> Should have known that. And my, uh, because it's a night of honesty, I will say Arby's. That is true. Uh, Lisa is a big Arby's fan, um, and I like Arby's too. It's 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 a good place to eat. Uh, they got the meats. What can we say? You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they make a good a mean sandwich there. Uh, get you on the road quickly. Uh, get you in and out. Um, 
And uh, Ponchero's, I mean, I don't dislike it. I, I do like it. It's not on the top of my list, not because I don't want like the food, but um, usually where they are is located next to something else that I really enjoy. Uh, as far as chains go, if we're doing two, fine. Uh, number one is a place called Bubba Gump Shrimp. Um, I think the closest one to New Hampton is up in Minneapolis in the Mall of America. There's also one in Chicago on Navy Pier. So why is it your favorite? Is it because of it? I mean, is it just because of the tie of the movie for you, or is it just... Yeah, you know, there's something about the atmosphere, and the tie of the movie is part of it, and they've got really good shrimp. Um, and I'm not like a, a shrimp connoisseur. It's not like I eat shrimp every day, although I've eaten more of it lately. Um, but they make a really mean garlic shrimp, like half-pound catch, as, a, as an appetizer, and it's outstanding, and I really, really like it. Okay. Um, number two chain is... It, oh, it's tough. It's either the Texas Roadhouse or Dick's Last Resort. Mm, I I would second the Texas Roadhouse. That is fantastic. And I think most people would probably go with the, with Texas Roadhouse. You I mean you're gonna you're gonna get a good steak, you're gonna get a good salad, you're gonna get uh, uh, you know a good potato, and you're gonna get a really good heart attack out of it by the time it's all said and done. Plus the buns. Um, but I mean Dick's Last Resort, and I know you've never been to one. If anybody's been to one. I find them hilarious. Basically, I mean, the food's whatever, and I think that's part of what makes it what it is. But they, uh, the the service is meant to be hilarious, and not in the oh ha ha they cracked a dad joke in in the oh ha ha they just insulted everybody, um, and that's just my kind of humor. So, uh, if you've never been to one, there again, there's one up in the Mall of America. They're fun. You got to try it once in your life. It, it's just uh, it's a neat place. Um, so there's that. What about non-chain? Um, in the area. In the area. Like, give me a mile as mile Within 60 miles. Within 60 miles. Okay, so my two would be from here in town, the pub at the Pinnacan, and in Decora, Mabes. Interesting. So if we're going that route, it's really hard for me to pick a, a true favorite uh, here in in town or or in the area, uh, the pub of the Pinnacan has great food. Clunders is obviously very good. Um, I mean, the pub ranks right up there. And, and don't get me wrong, we got great restaurants here in in New Hampton. Um, you know, we got a really really good Chinese and a really good Mexican place mm -hmm. in, in town. And uh, so I mean, we have no shortage of of good options. Uh, right over, just not too far from our house, is a, a great great place that has great pizza. Um, Josie's. You know, yep. they just started the food venture here not too long ago. But in the area, if I if I were to be told I had to go somewhere and it was my choice, uh, my top choice is probably going to be Gunder, the Irish shanty over in Gunder. I just love that place. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of great places around. Um, unfortunately, I think the White House is closed down now or is potentially closing down. That was always good food. Underrated place that people don't think about, the Fort and Fort Atkinson. What do you think of that? Oh, we had a mighty fine flash burger there a couple weeks ago. Oh, the flash burger was outstanding. And for those that don't know, it's it's a hamburger steak. You can get it in whatever size you want. It's a small, medium, large. Uh, and then there's hash browns and cheese on top of it. Or if you want onions or peppers or anything, they put that on. I mean, it's kind of like an omelet, only it's not egg. <laughs> it's meat. But it's it's really good. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that when I had that. Um if you extend out a little farther away from here, there's a place called Montour, a town called Montour, and it's uh, Root, no, not Rudy's, what is the? Rubes. Rubes, there you go, Rubes Steakhouse. It's a grill-your-own-steak place. 
Uh, unfortunately, I have not gotten to go there myself. I've heard a lot of stories from my dad and my brother who used to live down in that area, and that was their big night out was to go to Rube's and get a big old steak. But uh, Lisa, what do you think as far as favorite restaurants that aren't in the area? Oh, that that's asking a lot. Um, I'm a big barbecue person, so I'm going to go with Jethro's or Smokey D's in Des Moines. Okay, well, Jethro's is a chain. True. And, uh, um, you know, barbecue, Blue's Barbecue in Oklahoma City was pretty darn good. Uh, Durgan Park is one of my favorite restaurants of all time. It's in Boston. Unfortunately, it's going to be closing here in a week is what it sounds like. After 192 years in business, uh, my grandma took me there years ago. Uh, my favorite thing is a 32-ounce bone-in prime rib. Yeah, it served medium rare. That's how they serve it. It was excellent. It was a lot, but it was it was excellent. Um, but unfortunately, they're closing. There's a place uh, that's another favorite of mine. You've been to, Lisa, uh, called the Old Ebbett Grill in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so it'd be significantly more upscale than we're used to, but it was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like suit and tie, but it's definitely, you know, there's no peanuts on the floor there. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, good seafood there. Um, I think your sister Julie kind of hooked us up on that one. Yep. She, uh... <laughs> Father's Day meal when we were out there last year, so that was good. Well, what else is on the on the docket for tonight, Lisa? Um, we had talked about what what our um, childhood myths that we were told by our parents. <laughs> and you had some. Well, I can think of one one for sure, and if I thought long and hard enough, I'd probably think of more, but. I think about this every once in a while that I remember both my mom and my dad saying to us when we were young, um, and this will strike fear in the hearts of many, I'm sure. So mm. the deal was, um, I, I was a picky eater, still am a picky eater. Like if it has a vegetable in it, forget it. You're terrible about yeah, that. Yes. Yes. Lie. Uh, and the joke with my friends is I'm a trash panda. So, which is true. Right. So... I eat total trash, but but anyways, so we always had to basically try everything that was on our plate. Um, and don't get me mo wrong, my mother was a fantastic cook, still is. She is, that is a, a fact. So, um, oddly enough, this really had nothing to do with her cooking, but uh, the, the myth we were told and sadly bought into was... You have to eat your bread crust or you won't learn how to whistle. Now, <laughs> we could we could talk about this for an extended period of time on why that makes no sense. But <laughs> there we were eating our bread crust because gal dang, what would, what what would happen if we couldn't whistle? Oh my lord. Right? How about you? Did you have any? You know, no, I had bad advice. Always clean your plate. Uh, my my mom has said that that was some of the worst advice she ever gave me. Yeah. Um, but I get it. You don't want to waste food either. You know, there's starving kids in Ethiopia. Everywhere. Well, everywhere, yeah. In our own country as well. But, um, you know, I don't know that we ever had any... You kind of mentioned this earlier. I was trying to think of some. and There probably was something. I remember hearing 
one of my, well, actually, I think it was one of my grandparents tried to, to or explain to me that thunder was just clouds bumping into each other. Yeah. Uh, and I, I bought into that for a while, and now I don't. Um, you know, there we didn't necessarily get a lot of uh, necessarily lies to convince um, to convince us to do things. There was a lot of uh, you're going to do it, or I'll let your dad know. And right. that was not uh, usually a fun experience. And I love my dad dearly, still do, always will. Uh, but he could strike terror into the hearts of my brother and I uh, with little more than uh, a look. Yes. And uh, that, that's when you knew you really screwed up. If you got the look, you knew what was potentially going to come next if things didn't change in a hurry. Yeah, so I guess we... That was always a threat for us, too. And so looking back... So my dad was usually outside working, doing chores when we came home from school, usually. Okay, so um, if we had fostered some huge idea, like we... Uh, are plotting, you know, to go somewhere on Friday after school, go stay at a friend's house, something like that, we would go through mom first. Uh, okay, mom, can I, um, can I go to Kayla's house after school on Friday? Well, ask your dad. Okay. Mm. So then, then the trick was finding him, okay, because right. who knows where he is. Well, yeah, I mean, it's so, not a huge farm, but it's still uh, right. lots so, of buildings. Okay, so... Could be in one of 20 buildings or whatever exactly. we had out there. So we'd find him, and the casual response was always, did you ask your mom? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, what'd your mom say? Well, she said to ask you. Ah. So so you have that stalemate. But, but the disciplinary thing, yes. So usually mom was the heavy. Now, whether or not, if and when she listens to this, she agrees with that. I don't know, but she was, and looking back today, she still is, and um, uh, I remember several times, and I have to say, I don't feel like we were really that naughty growing up, and maybe it's because she was the heavy from the moment we arrived, I don't know, but um, don't make me tell your dad, and so, so when I'm thinking about this today... Like, my dad's probably one of the nicer human beings I know. Like, that should not have been a scary scenario for any of us. Right. And then what was he going to say anyway? What'd your mom say? Right. Here's what's funny about this. I listened to, to, to your stuff, and I think there's a couple things that you pulled that I never even would have dreamed of pulling that are a little high profile, but whatever. But as far as day-to-day hijinks... I don't think you and your sisters could hold a candle to what my brother and I did. Oh, I'm sure not. And that's just boys um and you know not always being the the well let's just say that not so much my brother but i definitely usually had to learn things the hard way still um, well and then still but i mean there's a story my mom told you over christmas that made you laugh yeah like no other and fighting in the boulevard no well, it wasn't in the boulevard in this case um it, <laughs> so i was i what i was about three years old i guess and uh, you talk about the terrible twos. I was uh, I gave him an extra year in the threes and just kind of continued on. But uh, a three major. A three major. There you go. And it's not that I got into you know I didn't have legal issues later on or or anything like that. It just uh, you know a strong will. And uh, again, I love my mother dearly, but I mean even today she and I can go at it over things. 
So anyway, we're standing out in the backyard, apparently. She decided it was time to go in, and I apparently decided I was not time to go in. And so <laughs> she took my bubble mower, you know, the old Fisher-Price mower. Mo- we have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, took, tried to take it away from me. I lashed onto the other end, and apparently she and I were tugging back and forth, back and forth out in the yard. Um, and she, part of her is like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm out here fighting over a lawnmower with my son. No, no, not a lawnmower, a bubble A lawnmower. bubble lawnmower with my son. And I think there's times where she said, and I think I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my back was to the garage, and what I didn't know and what my mom saw and was just elated is my dad, who was working, uh, had just come home. I can't remember if he was coming home from his shift and was done or if he just stopped home to say hi. He's a state trooper uh, for 30, 34 years. And... Uh, she says, oh, there's dad. She thought, yeah, yeah, now you're going to get yours. So she's you know, got this grin on her face, and she keeps t- tugging back and forth and trying not to give away that my dad's coming up behind me. And apparently he grabbed me by the side and the ribs, and if I didn't crap in that moment, uh, I, I don't know what happened, but it, it sounded like there may have been a a, a quick bloop and uh, a brown streak on the on the grass, but... Yeah, not my best moment, and uh, Mom felt like she finally got one in on me there with Dad showing up in the middle of that. And, yes, I, I guarantee you I got mine out of that. Yes, as you should have. Oh, yes. Oh, what other fun hijinks. Uh, there's always the grapes in the ceiling story. Ceiling fan. Uh, my Mom and Dad were somewhere. Dad might have been working nights. Mom was, I don't know if she had volleyball or, or what was going on. It might have even been conference night. Anyway, my brother and I got the bright idea to turn the ceiling fan on high and throw grapes into it to see what would happen. Uh, and what happened? Oh, uh, the grapes will hit, and then they go flying, and they bounce off the wall. The problem is, when you turn the fan on high and they hit that hard, they get enough velocity that it, velocity that it, it tears the skins. And so when the skins tear, it just kind of attaches. So when Mom and Dad come home, of course, we were long since done with our hijinks put everything away, everything's in order, and mom looks at the wall, for whatever reason, she looks at the wall, and she's like, there's boogers on my wall, she goes, are you smearing boogers on my wall, I said, no, no, I'm not doing that, and eventually, it finally came out that, no, there, we threw grapes, yeah, so, how do you even hatch that plan, you know what we should do, we should throw grapes in the ceiling fan, no, yeah, that's about how it went down, Oh, my God. That, you're a girl. It's a Y chromosome. It, it takes care of that, I think. Or X chromosome, whatever it is. It's Which, the Y. It's the Y that, yeah. Either way, it, it, it causes... <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So, there was that one. Oh, gosh. What other classics are there? Oh, there was... Well, yeah. So, our our big little, literal sin was... And this is when we were much older, so... Growing up Catholic, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've missed Sunday church in the 20, 20 to 21 years that I lived with my mom and dad. Okay, mm-hmm. So, um, being the good Catholics we were, uh, there was services on Saturday night or there were services on Sunday morning. So my parents uh, went on Saturday night. We were too cool or didn't want to or whatever and said, that's fine. We were all... Uh, I think two of the three of my sisters were, two of 
both of my sisters, sorry, yeah. I only have two sisters, were uh, both old enough to drive, but regardless. Uh, so we decided we were going to go the next day. So what we um, typically do is, when we went with my parents, you, first of all, we were always two minutes late, and second of all, we always sat in pretty much the front pew. The front pew, okay? Not not the middle, not the back, the front. So we thought we were just totally, um, I don't know if we were sticking it to anyone or we were just totally cool that when we went, like just us kids, we went and sat in the balcony. Ah. Padded pews. I don't know if they have padded pews downstairs in the church now, now that they've remodeled. It, it really doesn't matter. So... But anyway, this this Sunday was different than the rest. So, uh, my sisters and I, we were going to go to church that morning, and we got in the car to go. Church was at 11 o'clock, and church lasted basically 55 minutes to an hour on the dot every weekend. Very consistent. Mm-hmm. So, we got in the car, and I won't single out whose idea it was. I know it wasn't mine. I can pretty well guess whose it was, but we won't uh, throw her under the bus. Right. Anyways, this this sister says, here's what we're going to do. We are going to stop at the church. We're not going to stay the whole time. We're going to go go get lunch, tool around, and go home. Okay, so we stood in the back of church for roughly four minutes um left didn't wasn't even weren't even smart enough to grab a bulletin for evidence that we were there went to pizza ranch had buffet went to mm. palisades park Ooh, pizza ranch buffet there's another good one anyway went to palisades park isn't that a song i don't know yes so what you need to know is it takes like eight minutes to get from decora to our farm so we stroll back home like idiots at like 12.05, okay? Like it just, the timeline just wasn't adding up. And so, what if my... Is it like you're three minutes early? Like, we would have just totally had to hightail that home if we were at church. Okay. So, to this day, I don't know if my mom and dad knew or were, were sense something was up or were just... We just totally bailed on the plan. I haven't figured this out to this day, but um, so we walk in, and I, I think I think it was Mom that was right there. It was like, "Oh, you're back." Yep. Lots of short answers coming from the three of us. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I see. So, what was um, what was the sermon about? And one of my sisters, again, I won't name names. Well, we didn't go. God dang well, it. I guarantee, okay, knowing your sisters, the one that decided to do it was not the one who ratted you out. That's 100% right. Oh, am I good at this game or what? Of course, your sisters are probably listening to this. and Well, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Hopefully not this one. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that that's how... I've, I think I've been in purgatory ever since. But oh, sure. that's that was probably... It was harmless, so to speak... But it wasn't fun dealing with it after the fact. Oh yeah, well, I mean that's that's the way it goes. I remember the uh, 
first time I had ever gotten the idea. Okay, so and, and my, to this day, my brother and my parents do not believe that I did exactly what I, I said I did. I was totally honest with them, but it, honestly, looking back, if, if, if our kid were to do the same thing, I would have major questions. So I used to have, we had a, a, a 1998 GMC Sonoma two-seater, four-cylinder uh, four, uh, four with a five-speed uh, uh, manual transmission. That was really my first vehicle. Um, and it was nothing special, but honestly, that that's what went with us when we got married. And up until we had our first kid, that's, that's what I drove. Um, two-wheel drive, not even four-wheel drive. And I remember it had rained really, really heavily, so there was a lot of puddles. And my buddy Jeremy and I were out driving, doing something, and we get over by the we're over by the fairgrounds in Decora, and we go back into the lot. And he's like, "Oh, you should whip a donut with this thing." I'm like, "Okay, sure. What the heck? Why not?" So I kind of get the the, the well, there was no tachometer in it, but I get the the RPMs up a little bit and I drop the clutch. I mean, this thing was one of the easiest driving manuals you're ever gonna have. And uh, I drop the clutch, and I do about a quarter, three, you know, to a third of a turn, well, right through a puddle. And I mean, there is crap everywhere. I mean, just everywhere. And I'm like, oh crap. I mean, it's not like crap, crap. I mean, it's it's it's, you know, it's a it's uh, muddy water. Yeah, it's a gravel lot, is what it is. So I mean, it's it's muddy water, but I mean, it's all over. And so what you also have to know is my dad is as particular as it gets about his vehicles. To this day, he is. Uh, it, it was not uncommon for him to wash a vehicle twice in a week um, out in the driveway. I mean, he just, he's very meticulous about it. Um, and uh, I wish I would carry that out a little better myself, but whatever. Uh, that's, that's my own flaw. But anyway, we go to Jeremy's house, and rather than, you know, like, take it to the car wash quick and wash it off, we're like, oh, here. Here's a bunch of shop rags. So we wipe it down with shop rags. Well, that actually probably did me more problems than what I did as far as the quarter turn, which, yeah. So I get home, and Dad's like, what's up with the truck? What do you mean? And he goes, it's dirty as heck. I said, what do you mean? Look at it. It smears everywhere. I said, well... I went back in, I did a quarter turn. There's no way with all that on there, you only did a quarter turn. To this day, I swear that's all it was. We hit the right puddle is what it was. But anyway, he goes, but this is why it was, it was bad. With the shop rags, they're not wet. The truck wasn't wet. Every time we drug a rag across there, we more than likely did uh, scra scratch the clear coat. Oh my gosh, that was probably the worst thing about the whole thing. I thought he was going to kill me over that alone. Yes. Um, but luckily, he, uh, yeah, we got through that. And many other events that I, I really can't talk about anymore. But, uh, and honestly, there's been so many, I don't even remember them all off the top of my head. But yeah, uh, needless to say, I was not by any standards the perfect child. No, we weren't either. But uh, as far as probably um, financial level of hijinks. You take the cake. Oh, come on now. What do you mean? Um, didn't you didn't you put your truck in the ditch right by my house that time? Yeah, okay, yes, that did happen. Um, but let's face it, you live on a bit, not the easiest uh, gravel road to manipulate. I came into oncoming traffic, got into the dust, thought I was going to drop it off into a creek on the left side and overcorrected, so... I chalk that up to 
stuff happening. Okay, okay. sure. That's what we're going to go with. Well, I will have to say, so on our, our road, there was there are some bluffs on it, so occasionally you'll get some falling rocks, some big, big rocks. So I do remember one night, um, it was after it was in the summer, uh, a couple of my friends came over after one of our softball games, and it was, I don't know, I was... One of my friends couldn't drive, so I took her back. She lived in town. Um, it was probably 10.30, and I drove her back into town. Well, um, the other friend could drive, so she had driven out, so we were following her. Again, dusty road. I, w I don't know if I was following her that closely, but anyways, um, pretty soon, like right in front of me, there's something in the middle of the road. And I swerve, and it didn't sound good. Um, I don't know that we necessarily got airborne, but it sounded bad. And my friend who was sitting in the car, she goes, what kind of animal was that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that was an animal. I think that was a rock. Well, so I got her to town, came back home. Yeah, that was not any pebble. That was like a half of a bluff. Okay, it was yeah. huge. Okay, so... You know, by this time, it's almost 11 o'clock, so I put the car in the driveway where I always park it, and on the cement, and everyone else in our house was has was sleeping that whole time anyway. Uh, it was hotter than blazes. At this time, we didn't have air conditioning in our house. We just had a window air conditioning in the uh, downstairs. So I just, I don't know if I parked on the couch or whatever. So anyway, the next morning... Uh, one of my sisters was up, and I could hear him chit-chatting about something, and we we shared the car, so I'm guessing she had to go somewhere or something, I don't know, but um, anyways, I hear, well, you had to have hit something, and, you know, I'm kind of coming into consciousness from being asleep, and I'm kind of listening, and my mom was like, you can't not remember hitting something. So what had happened is uh, she moved the car and there was a massive, massive puddle of, I don't know if it was transmission fluid or what. Mm. Something was like gushing out of this car. Uh, anyway, so they called the tow truck to come get it because it's dead in the water at our house. And the tow truck driver was like, someone is not telling you something because this doesn't just happen, happen to your car. And at this point, I'm like, well... Do I pretend I'm sleeping? Do I get up? So I casually stroll into the kitchen where this conversation is going. And um, they're both like, did you hit something? Well, I think I might have. I think there was a rock on the road, but I'm not sure. I said, it didn't sound good, but I don't know. I just kept going. She's like, yeah, yeah, there's a hole mm. in that reservoir and... All of that fluid is gone out of the car. I'm like, oh, well. That's not good. That's what that was then. I'll be darned. So that that was really the extent of our automobile adventures. Yeah, we uh, again, we're not going to talk about how extensive things get. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, we've gone here. Oh, geez, we're almost 45 minutes into this. So I suppose we should wrap it up. Uh, final thoughts, Lisa? Final thoughts. So if you um, like what you're hearing, if or or not, either way, uh, if you if you've got some good, you know, stories from your own childhood or myths that your parents told us or told you, 
Uh, shoot me a line on Facebook, Instagram, any of those. Shoot Or Jason, shoot him some lines too because we would love to bring those to the forefront. Those are the best. They are pretty good. And again, uh, help us get this out there. Uh, you know, when we post stuff out there, please share. Uh, like and share. Send it around. We'd love to have uh, more people join us and, and enjoy what we have to say and, and get more even more feedback because... Uh, we've always got things that we'd like to talk about. And then, oh, oh, one last thing. I do have to plug my my, my show. Uh, I have a show on uh, KCZE, KCZE 95.1, The Bull, out of New Hampton. at uh, 6 o'clock on Monday nights on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. And uh, coming up is, surprise, surprise, uh, a Monster Jam show. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome. We were talking last week. We had Amy Hood. Uh, we got to talk to her. Uh, I also was able to line up an interview with the master, Tom Mentz. Driver of Max D, the professor of Monster Jam University. Uh, all in all, I think he's pretty much, he's got to be the top or uh, one of the top three guys in all of Monster Jam um, as far as skill, ability, name recognition, what he does. So um, if, if you're looking for more before we get our next one out, uh, and actually it'll be after our, right after our next one, but if you're looking for more, uh, check us out on, check me out, I guess, uh, 6 o'clock on uh, January 14th. Uh, 95.1 The Bull out of New Hampton. Uh, you can listen to it online at their on their app or on Simple Radio uh, or any other uh, internet radio thing that will help you get hooked up. Or go to the website, 951thebull.com. You can listen live there. Uh, or if you miss it altogether, uh, check it out on 951thebull uh, slash the-sports-the-zone uh, and you can find me uh, and all the segments there. So big plug for myself here. Lisa, it's been a good one. What do you think? I think we're gonna have to come up. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. There's probably gonna be another Monster Jam in it next week. I would hope so. Yes. Well, I'm kind of hoping not. Oh well. It's, well, it actually, there probably will be. We're gonna have a birthday party. And oh yes. I'm sure some Monster Jam paraphernalia will be in the mix for that. So maybe we'll have a count for you guys, uh, so that you know exactly how many Monster Jam trucks the kiddos have. To know what level of insanity we are operating on. Correct. Anyway, uh, for the two of us, Lisa Rude, Jason Rude, signing off tonight on Don't Talk Rudely to Me, uh, we will talk to you guys in a week. Have a moderate week. <laughs>